0: Last time on Heroes Rolling Zeros. I hope you brought your game
1: faces, because it's the night of the big game. John Douglas, the morning show guy, is actually an alum, and he's in the booth calling the game. Uh,
2: deep breaths, Amanda. Like, don't get your blood pressure up before the halftime, at least.
1: Oh god, halftime. I'm so not ready, and she just is gone. City Council has been, like, in session for, like, 48 hours. Like, you, you see the headline, City Council to weigh in on recent arson streak. Is that a capybara?
2: But I want to bite him and so that he can't play anymore.
1: You see the headline, City Hall up in flames. Todd Howard shoves the ref aside and just grips Parker Cameron by the throat. Todd grows and grows and grows. Aegis, stand down. Hands on the back of your head. Get on your knees, kid. We're both good guys here. We're the good guys. You're nothing. Get on your knees. They're not really looking at you anymore. They are all pointing their weapons at Todd. These electrified barrels like just zap him, and he jerks really hard, and then kind of flops back against the ground. Uh, Agent Thawne, is it? Agent Thawne? Isn't City Hall on fire right now? I think your efforts may be a better use of the city there, instead of harassing these kids. Thawne spits. Um, he looks at you guys over John Douglas's shoulder. And he's like, You kids, enjoy it while it lasts. Things are about to change in this city. it is another beautiful day in our beautiful city. Now, it might not seem like that at first glance, but look a little closer. And as John Douglas gives his normal uh, sign-on with a little bit of a twist, uh, the camera pans over, not his usual like morning show studio situation, but over the rubble of City Hall. Um, it's, it's a pile of ashes. There's some walls still standing, um, but it's... It's rough. Um, but as as he talks about uh, how how beautiful it is today in Halcyon City, uh, we see construction vehicles rolling through. Um, we see people in reflective vests hard at work. Um, we see a couple Aegis agents actually um, stepping in, and, and they've got these weird little scanners in their hands, like they're surveying um, what's left of City Hall. And then we're back to John Douglas. If you look around you, you'll see people of this city hard at work to rebuild after terrible loss. And I am here this morning with one of those people. Um, and so the camera, as it's doing, it's like, you know, fancy cinematic shots of um, of what's left of City Hall and of the average people hard at work to rebuild it. Uh, the camera eventually settles on the front steps of City Hall, the like the white marble steps that would have led up to the big fancy door that is now completely gone. Um, and we see two men sitting on the steps, both with steaming cups of coffee in their hands, um, and it is John Douglas, and a face that you have not seen yet, um, in the show anyways, but a a face that you guys would 100% know, just as a person who lives in Halcyon City, and John Douglas is, is talking to this guy, um, they're both, both in, like, fancy gear, but they've thrown off their suit jackets, and they have their, like, nice button up shirts rolled up to the sleeves, um, 'Cause they're in the middle of all this all this rubble and hard work. Um, and John Douglas looks at this other gentleman. Um, he's a little bit of a bigger dude. Um, totally totally cue ball bald, but with these big bushy black eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I know who this is. Do you? It's <laughs> Doug Dimodome of the Doug
1: Dimodome. It's <laughs> him! It's Doug Dimodome, he's here. Um Actually, no, it is not you think it's the mayor, but uh, it's it's not the mayor. Um me and Kristen played a game of masks before Word. <laughs> she insisted the mayor was named Doug Dimatome. And I hadn't thought of anything better, so I just let it fly. <laughs> it's
3: like that's how we got Todd Howard
1: this time. So that, I mean that is how we got Todd Howard. Kristen just said it was Todd Howard, then I I just I couldn't I couldn't resist. <laughs> Such
0: is the power of ANOVA.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So John Douglas is looking at looking at this sharp dressed bald dude, and he says, "Thanks for letting us invade your workspace this morning, Mister Whitaker. We really appreciate it." And this guy, uh, when you're watching John Douglas on screen, he looks about as calm as he did when you talked to him at at the football game. He's very. He looks to be like about the same person on screen as off screen. Very comfortable. This dude that he's talking to does not look as comfortable. Um, he kind of like shifts around on the on the steps. He's like, um, it's it's good to see you too, John. I'm I'm glad to have you here. Yeah. So this this dude talking a little bit on edge um, is Henry Whitaker Jr. He's around 30 years old. Um. Yeah. He's he's a little doughy. He's a uh, um. He looks nice enough. Like he's got you know his TV smile on, but he definitely is like glancing at the camera every now and then. Unlike John Douglas, who's like Mister. Smooth TV show presence. John Douglas is still talking to him. Why don't you tell us, um, tell us a little bit about what you got going on here, Henry? Uh, certainly. Well, um, the Whitaker family has always been proud to call Halcyon home. And when we at Whitaker Enterprises heard the news about City Hall, we knew we couldn't sit by. We had to, had to jump in with both feet. And uh, John Douglas is kind of talking him up. He's like, I guess you could say saving the day runs in the Whitaker family, huh?
3: Mm.
1: Uh, Henry chuckles. Uh, he, he he almost looks like he's blushing, but he kind of like scratches at his head. He's like, I, I suppose you could, but that would be wildly generous of you, Mr. Douglas. I am not half the man that my father was. Personally funding the reconstruction, overseeing the work efforts personally, housing City Hall in the meantime... You've done more than most for Halcyon City. I'm doing the minimum. If someone with my resources didn't do what I'm doing, well... My father went far beyond the minimum. I, he gave more than money to this city. I'm just a businessman. My father, he he was the hero. As he says that, um, a voice across from you guys says... Um, could we turn this down? And a passing waitress uh, nods and goes and grabs the remote from behind the counter and turns down the volume on the TV that is, um, you know, raised up on the corner wall. You all are out for breakfast with friend of the team, Ada Hansen, the, the current Fleetfoot, one, one of the members of the exemplars. And she said that you could go wherever you wanted and that you can get whatever you wanted. Um, so, where did you guys ask her to take you for breakfast? Oh, my. I
0: don't think Colin had much say in this, to be honest. I
1: have a feeling that some other members <laughs> of the team might have had stronger for opinions. For
2: breakfast. There's this really great place downtown called Waffles and Wings, and uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a twist on chicken and waffles where they put hot wings on top of your waffles, so Jesus, you know Kate asked to go there. Jesus. Waffle wings, waffle wings.
1: Kate has no compunction about eating chicken, even though she can be a chicken.
2: Oh, they have they have vegan chicken there. They just oh, sma- sure. they just like slather it in the same spicy sauce and it gotcha. all tastes
1: the same. Gotcha. Okay, so you're at uh, waffles and wings.
2: Uh huh.
1: Yeah, Ada looks extremely out of place in waffles and wings, but <laughs> she <laughs> made she the like offer. That, so that
3: old school looking like spy lady kind of look.
1: Colin, what is your mentor's? Um, day-to-day look like what what is her alter ego situation i don't
0: think she tries to to you know be be flashy i think she has enough you know attention in, you know other parts of her life but she definitely carries herself in a in a pretty strong way and i think that she she dresses pretty professionally but also comfortably like
1: gotcha she she's not like a a, a big boisterous personality in her um alter ego Right. Because like right. you said, Fleetfoot would be one of the bigger heroes in Halcyon City.
0: So she's yeah. content
1: to kind of fly under the radar a little bit. Yeah. Um, What do you think she does? Does she have to work to support herself when she's not a hero? Um, she don't, I don't think she has to.
0: I think since her family is from like, since Halcyon is one of those cities that is kind of built by heroes, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like. The older generations probably got a little bit more um, direct compensation for their sure, sure.
1: heroism. There's definitely like sponsorship deals and stuff. Like, right, right. Yeah. So I think she definitely has some family money,
0: but I also think that she does work on the side as for, I guess what I w- what I would imagine is like nonprofit stuff.
3: Okay. Well, I was gonna say Uber driver. <laughs> she'll get you there to jeffy
0: maybe yeah i'm just gonna leave it as broad as nonprofits, and you can i like that you I can tell me that. what that is but yeah, i don't i think that i i imagine ada as someone who got a degree despite being a superhero
1: okay yeah
0: i think that she wanted to feel like she earned something herself and not mm-hmm. just she had some powers and so she was thrust into this you know cool
1: yeah she's not coasting off of being a superhero Right. Okay, awesome. Sure. So you, you guys are out with Ada. Yeah, she she is sitting very proper in the midst of Waffles and Wings. Um, it's probably actually like pretty slow in there. I feel like, well, I don't know. You said it was downtown. So it, maybe it's kind of popping. You think Waffles and Wings is like a poppin' breakfast destination?
2: Oh, yeah. It's got that grungy diner feel. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Um,
2: people, like the hipsters love it for Instagram.
1: Gotcha. It's very aesthetic.
2: Mm-hmm. It's very
1: aesthetic. Okay, you're in a very aesthetic Waffles and Wings breakfast diner,
2: but in a really grungy way.
1: But in a grungy way. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um yeah, and so Ada definitely was pretty happy to pick the corner booth. And this this is probably like if the football game went down on Friday night, this is probably like Sunday morning. Um it's a little a nice little weekend breakfast bonanza with um one of the biggest superheroes in the city that you guys are superheroes in <laughs> and she you know she's nice enough she came and if you if you needed to get picked up she might have picked you up um and she is she's footing the bill so she let y'all go buck wild on the waffles and also on the wings <laughs> but and she and she's you guys have only like just started eating so she hasn't really like launched into what she wanted to talk about um, but she definitely looked, like, uncomfortable with the TV. Like, she wasn't really talking to you guys too much. She was kind of just staring at the TV. And the more that it kept going, eventually it was just like, she's like, hey, can we turn this down? Um, and so now now that it's um, not overbearing, um, watching John Douglas and Henry Whittaker on the TV, um, she looks a little bit like she's trying to take a breath and relax and sip her coffee.
3: So, Ada. mm mm-hmm. Miss Ada. Ma'am?
1: Ada, Ada's fine. Ada's <laughs> okay. just fine.
3: So are you Are you Colin's mom?
1: <laughs> no. What? I've met, <laughs> No, I've I've met Colin's mom and she's a she's a sweet woman. Um Okay. Are you uh, She looks at Colin for help.
3: <laughs> are you guys like related at all?
1: <laughs> Colin no. do, have you talked to them about
3: I mean, you're both fleet foot, right? Like, mm-hmm.
1: maybe don't say that super loudly, Madison. Oh, but you're yes, you're fleet. correct. You're
3: both fleet foot, right?
1: That's actually louder somehow. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> like, does it run in the family, or is it like?
1: <laughs> does it? <laughs> <laughs> we run, but not in the family. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> zoom.
3: That's a little speed.
1: That's a little speedster um, joke we like to make.
3: That's funny. No, but seriously, like, are you guys related? Are you his grandma?
1: When you're really young she she account. frowns really hard at you when you ask if she's his grandma.
3: Not a grandma, okay.
1: Madison, we're not
0: um, we're not related um, by blood.
3: Okay, it's
0: just a um, just a um, fortunate uh, set of circumstances that you know kind of put us on a similar path, and she's just been helping me out.
2: Colin, does your mom know that you've replaced her?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. My mother is very fond of Ada, um, and she uh, thinks that she's a, a great influence on me, and uh, is is helping me with with my sense of direction at a time when I really needed it. So I, I don't. Th- I think they they, they feel very different <laughs> roles. Sense <Kate>. of
3: direction, <laughs> get it? Because you run. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ada's like
1: that one. Isn't as good as mine was, but
3: yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> so, um, I, I saw some of the footage from. Your little football fiasco. Uh, how are you feeling?
2: I mean, I had to floss my teeth really well that night, but um, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, Kate, Kate, you got yeah. a little bit of Todd little...
3: still between those teeth right there. Oh
2: God! Oh God! Kate <laughs> looks at her pile of vegan whipped cream on her plate. That there is somewhere a waffle underneath, and she lost her appetite a
1: little bit. <laughs> somewhere there's a waffle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: we basically won, though, right? Like, that football game? They're not going to call for, like, a rematch after that.
0: I don't <laughs> think that that's what Ada is concerned
3: about. Oh, oh, the, yeah. It was weird. I mean, they pointed guns at us, and I almost peed myself. I mean, I, yeah, I
2: did pee a little bit. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was yeah, kind of terrifying, uh, first of all, Ada, who were the people with the guns? Second of all, um, what happened with the fire? And she kind of gestures towards the TV.
1: Yeah, Ada Ada kind of nods. And it literally is still going on the TV. Like, you can see John Douglas. Like, it's, it's really quiet now, so you can't hear him. But he's, like, walking towards the camera as it moves backwards. And you can, like, see all of the wreckage. Like, it's like a fucking TV spot right now on... On this, but Ada puts her coffee down um, and kind of sighs, uh, and she's like, That was um, Aegis. They've been around for, I don't know, about as long as I've been Fleetfoot. So 15 years? Um, they've always been a lot of help to, in my experience, it leads to the superhero community. I mean, the exemplars would not exist as they do if it weren't for Aegis helping get the building together, helping with um, covering our tracks sometimes. Um,
2: so so, they're the shady government organization behind your destruction.
3: Like the Men in Black?
1: Sort of.
3: And we're the aliens?
1: <laughs> I guess if you want to put it that way, I guess you're Kate the Kate is aliens. like
3: nodding vigorously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, you guys Aida, see Aida... That?
3: You, I guess, want to see that new Men in Black movie, by the way? Like, yeah, Tessa yeah. Thompson is a... Uh
2: pretty great
0: yeah Yeah. definitely yeah we we can go
3: okay (laughs) we're not sponsored by men in black but if you want us to be
1: get at us on twitter at heroes rolling (laughs) she yeah she shakes her head and kind of like i that's probably a good way to look at it i never we didn't think of them as shady but i guess those were simpler times um i am not sure what's happening but that Sort of behavior is not entirely new. It's recent, but it's not the first time that they've um,
2: pointed guns at children,
1: at superheroes. Um, but young ones, yes.
2: So, what are they gonna do to Todd?
1: Todd.
3: I mean, not should, that I care about him, but like
1: I followed up. Um, like,
3: did they shoot him?
1: No, no. He was he was subdued. He'll be um in Aegis's holding cell for a little bit. They have some. Uh, especially when they're dealing with um, minors who were threats, um, okay. they—he's they, not going to get thrown anywhere. He was still only sixteen, so um, you know he—it it, it won't affect him like that. But he is at an Aegis facility. Um, I, I, I saw him; he's fine. Um, they have some psychiatrists who work there to help adjust people like Todd to go back to school, hopefully. He may have to go to a different school, but, you know, he won't be- uh, Yeah, he
3: might. I hope he doesn't
1: come to our school. Uh, he will be inhibited. Um, he, hold on, he, hold he on. W- they're, gonna,
2: like, they're gonna, like, take his superpowers away? They're gonna take
3: his legs away?
1: No, Kate did a really good job of taking his <laughs> legs away, um, but-
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was- Aegis that,
1: yeah. has um, worked on new tech recently, and there's- um, City Hall has already um, given the green light for them to use inhibitors to stop people like Todd from being able to continue to use their powers. It it will only help him readjust to civilian life.
2: Yeah, but what's stopping that from using that on anybody?
1: There's checks and balances. They have people they have to answer to. So don't lose any sleep over that, Kate. It'll be fine.
3: Well, I mean, I've already lost sleep because they pointed guns at us.
2: Kate is thinking about the plot of Men in Black.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of mistrust. Going around that—that that my dad definitely did not have to deal with when he was fleet foot, and and even when I started, just there was none of this cynicism stuff I've heard Aegis talking about, and and city councilors talking about, and even other superheroes. Just people don't trust the way they used to, and it, it's gonna be you guys, you know, who have to deal with this. Um, you know, I've I, hopefully I still have a good couple of years uh, in the superhero game, um, but you eventually don't
3: a, you don't look a year over. Thirty-four.
1: She smiles at you. Okay. <laughs> you are forgiven for the grandma comment. <laughs> so I'll do everything that I can to help you. But eventually, um, it's going to be up to you guys to shape the future of Heroes and Halcyon. Because it, it's been more in question in the past two or three years than it's than it's ever been. Yeah, I mean, you did really well at the football game. I, Joking aside, you did a really good job. Um, no one was hurt. You got you got the football players out of there. Todd was subdued safely. He was he was not. Uh, she looks at Cade. He was not severely harmed.
2: Hey, you just said we did a good job. You d-
1: you did you you uh, uh, you can't make an oblet without um
2: snapping a few Achilles tendons. Yep,
1: that's it. That's how the saying goes. <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, and if Aegis gives you any trouble, just do what you did. Do what you did that time. Whatever whatever you did to get out of that, just keep doing Air it. Your pants. Peer, if you gotta pee your pants, I mean, we've all been there. Okay. If you gotta pee your pants. You gotta pee your pants. That's my official superhero mentorship. Well,
0: we appreciate it very much, Ada. Thank you for. Uh, yeah,
1: thank you, Ada.
0: Just thank you.
1: If I can ever do anything for you, you girls too. If I can ever do anything for you, just let me know.
2: Are you our mom now?
1: <laughs> I'm. I'm not. Col- I'm not Colin's mom, so I'm also not your mom. Well, you're kind um, of his
3: second mom, though, right?
1: That's like not, Colin. Have you ever uh, called
3: her mom on accident?
1: She no. looks at Colin really pointedly.
3: <laughs> Definitely gonna nope. someday. Like I call I call our PE teacher mom on accident all the time.
0: Okay. <laughs> I would hope that we uh, perceive Ada a little bit differently than we perceive our PE teacher, but <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Heroes Rolling Zeros for our second adventure. This one is going to be called um, Rogues in the Gallery for reasons that will become clear before too, too long. Thank you for tuning in for our second arc. We really appreciate it. I don't have anything ultra special to say to you guys in this commercial break. Um, just to remind you that we are on Twitter at Heroes Rolling, um, and if you tweet at the show or about the show using the hashtag Zeros, I might just use your name in the show. Uh, we'll be meeting Mr. Anderson today, uh, whose name I stole from one of our first followers on Twitter. So yeah, if you if you tweet about the show like that, uh, you might pop up in the pop up in the show. Um, And I'd like to continue to invite you to leave reviews for us wherever you listen to podcasts. That would uh, be super awesome. That would do do us a lot of good at this point in the show. Yeah, tell a friend. Spread the gospel of Heroes Rolling Zeros. We appreciate all the support that we've gotten up to this point. But, I mean, that's pretty much all I've got for you this time. I don't have any um, big announcements. But, yeah, I'll see you next time. The next show should go up. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba july 4th oh 4th of july it'll be a patriotic episode (laughs) all right so i'll see you guys on the fun 4th till then enjoy the rest of the episode bye folks
0: Ada, is there is there anything specifically we can do for you? Like did you just want to talk to us about Friday or or is there something else that, that you wanted to talk to us about?
1: I just I just don't want you guys to be blindsided. There have been a lot harsher talks in City Hall about what to do about people like us. Um and I'm not confident that it's going to keep going our way.
2: So, so when you said that they're not allowed to use the inhibitors on us, that was just BS, right?
1: No, it's not BS. It's true. For now. For now. But I'm not going to, we're not going to let it get past that. And you can help by continuing to act in good faith like you did at the football game. Show people mm. they don't have to be afraid because there's a lot of that going around right now. Okay. Just keep fighting the good fight in a good way.
3: Can we do a superhero, like, meet and greet?
1: Um, that's not a bad idea. Oh,
3: you know, kiss some babies, that, take some photos. That, that sounds sense. like actual hell to me. Oh, well, I mean, you could be like, I don't know, like a panda. Everybody loves pandas. And I
1: mean, like, I, I have heard it through the grapevine that you might have a connection that would help you with PR. Something to think about. What? Who might that John question? Douglas spoke very highly yeah. of you when I when I spoke oh. to him. Oh <laughs> so you made a good impression.
3: Halcyon's dad likes us.
1: <laughs> Why does everyone have to be um a parent for you, Madison? Never mind, you don't have to answer that.
0: Yeah, I don't think we need to get into that right now. <laughs>
3: yeah, I have two very <laughs> lovely parents, but you okay. know, like No tragic. It's backstory just what there. you call people is mom and dad. Like we did with past presidents. And First Lady, Barry what the fuck? <laughs> Oberlin and Mary Ellen, his wife.
1: Yep, that's them.
3: They were America's mom and dad. And now we have John Douglas as our dad. Okay. And Ada as our new mom.
1: Nope. That's...
0: To
3: guide us in superhero.
0: Okay. All right. Can I, I just oh. look at Ada and like... As subtly as possible, just shake my head, just like, let just like let this happen, please <laughs> like,
1: uh, she, she looks at you and you can hear her thoughts of just like why them <laughs> why <laughs> why <laughs> why this um and as this as this moment is happening, you hear um the bell ding over the door um as as someone enters into waffles and wings um. And if you glance towards the door, uh, you'll all see a, a face that is very familiar to you. It's your English teacher walking in, <laughs> looking very English teachery in his like slacks and patched elbow jacket um, with a little messenger bag <laughs> slung across his slung across his shoulders, and, and he's walking. In. It's Mr. Anderson, your English teacher. <laughs>
2: it's like seeing a wild animal, you know, just in a city. yeah. We all get really still and pretend that he can't see us if we don't move.
1: Um, As, as he walks in and y'all are looking towards him, he, lo- like he, as if like pulled by a magnet, of course yours is the table. He just happens to glance at as he's like walking in and adjusting the strap of his messenger bag. And he looks at you and it's like, he has two instincts that happen at the same time. One of them is he smiles politely. The other instinct is that he quickly, quickly looks away. Oh. So it's just like this, wait, be nice. Wait, avoid them. <laughs> just instantly. And he, he goes up to the counter uh, to get his get his coffee for the day.
2: What what he order?
1: I mean, you can't hear what he orders. You're in the corner booth. I oh,
0: bet
2: nice. he ordered something with milk.
0: Probably, I would say most people do. Cade.
2: Cade like glares at the real cream, whipped cream that Colin has on his waffle.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Very good. <laughs> She's
1: about to go freaking vegan on y'all and picky you down. <laughs> this is her supervillain origin story, where she becomes radicalized against everyone who, who eats animal products. I wouldn't be... Like, that. Halcyon seems
0: like a place where that villain does exist. That's
1: probably already happened, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, that's a...
1: There was, like, a PETA supervillain that the Exemplars put down in, like, ten minutes. Are any of you bothering the English teacher, or are you just kind of going to let him live his life?
3: We're just staring in fear, like... Deer in a headlight
0: do we have i mean none of us have a particular relationship with him right? i mean like he's just he's our english teacher right I don't like know, he what does kind of a... students are you guys
2: yeah that's funny you mentioned that because kate is panicking because she hasn't finished all quiet on the western front yet <laughs> and uh it's it was
1: due yesterday he's come with a pop quiz
2: it was due on a saturday well i mean we had to have it finished and no. the test is on a month is on monday
3: Madison is a wonderful student. She's the one who raises her
2: hand in class and has an answer all the time.
1: Is she the one who reminds him to take up the homework? Yes. If he forgets? No oh,
3: God. Ugh. <laughs> because she did the homework.
1: I think
0: Colin is kind of like a slacker, but he does... But not really... Ri- like, he's a slacker, but solely because... He has the ability to like speed read and uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> so, like, he can't pay attention. You know what I mean? Like, right. he's like, I've read this already. Like, <laughs> this is so he's, I-, I feel like he's probably like spaced out all the time. But I think most of his teachers probably like him, or at least Colin thinks that most of his teachers <laughs> like him because like he tries to be a good student, but he is, he still does his work, but he does it because he can do it in five seconds.
1: <laughs> you know?
2: Cade gets all right grades, but she's just so panicky all the time that it's a very stressful time to get those good grades
1: yeah the teacher like he's waiting on his like he he goes to goes to like take a seat um he's probably sitting like up by the counter and he keeps like uncomfortably glancing in your direction like he's like he is as uncomfortable to see students out in the wild as as uh, students are to see their teachers um
2: is he alone
1: yeah he, he's solo
2: does he have a wedding ring um. Cade? No. Is he meeting somebody?
1: I don't know. He <laughs> he is alone right now. <laughs> he took his date to waffles and Wings. <laughs> well, Ada, hey. Ada took us to
2: waffles. Yeah, that's an excellent date spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: I'm I'm just I think I am getting the most satisfaction out of the situation by just watching Madison and Kate react non-verbally <laughs> to Mr. Anderson and watching Mr. Anderson weirdly keep looking over at it. Like, I think I'm just kind of, like, watching
1: this like it's a TV show because <laughs> they're just... <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, he, he is definitely not coming over to talk to y'all. Ada, Ada, you know, y'all are finishing up your food, and she's like, I, um, I can walk you back to the subway uh, if you want to head back to your side of town. Is there anything Everyone, else... Uh-
3: no, I'm, it took a lot to convince my mom that I could leave the house today after what happened on Friday. So I'm going to spend as much
2: <laughs> Okay. Did you tell us what happened with the fire?
1: No. I... Um, did you set it? No, I didn't set the fire. <laughs> Madison! <laughs> oh, no, I I'm didn't just, set the fire. I'm just
3: joking. I knew she did it. But you know, it's you never know, sometimes people will slip up and say, yeah, I did it.
1: <laughs> um, We don't... <laughs> <laughs> what the Ada's <laughs> just like, what the hell? Um, I've like, been watching a lot
3: of Sherlock Holmes. Sorry.
1: Okay. Um, well, <laughs> uh, we don't have all of the details yet on that. Um, yeah, uh, it caught on fire.
2: Cade squints at her, but doesn't say anything else. All
0: right. Ada, is there any situations that you might be able to like anything you might be able to point us in the direction to maybe some sort of problem going on that maybe three young um ah, audacious young adults could <laughs> try Kate to is
2: handle rolling her eyes over and over again oh, okay colin
3: <laughs> cesaurus it's gonna be your new nickname
1: unfortunately the the villains in halcyon city don't airdrop us their calendars so we don't know what what uh is going i mean i would love to take you all to city hall and help rebuild but the exemplars were first on the scene after the fire and aegis was pretty quick to shuffle us off so that the professionals could handle things so i don't think that they would be taking any help from us uh whitaker enterprises has that under control so i'll let you know if anything comes up um I, I don't have anything lined up for you today, I guess. No no field trips right now.
3: So, so backpedaling a bit. You said that if there's anything that you could do for us to say it. Sure, sure. You even said Kate and I. Uh-huh. Could we maybe meet the exemplars? Well,
1: this... She looks at Colin for, uh, for help. <laughs> because let's just say that Ada was not blown away by Madison's composure. Um... <laughs> and meeting a, a superhero. Um, but she's like, that will probably come. Okay.
3: Um, I won't ask him any weird questions. Like, I know that they're not Holland's family.
0: Okay. Yeah. I have I had a lot of time training with, with Ada before I met anyone oh. from the exemplars. And I still haven't met everyone. So, uh, you know, just mm-hmm. wanted to give you fair warning on that.
3: Okay.
1: Just keep doing what you're doing, and I'm Then I sure. take that,
3: what I want, and I'll okay. save it for a rainy day.
1: It's not just a one and done. Like, this isn't a genie oh. in the bottle situation, Madison. Like, I want to help. So more than three? Help. Yes, more than three.
2: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> this isn't like a, a token redemption kind of
2: okay. thing. Kate has been staring at the English teacher this whole time, just waiting to see when his date is going to walk in.
1: He appears to still be alone. He's pulled out a book. What book? He's reading Frankenstein right now.
2: Reading
3: Aww. in a restaurant.
1: Yeah, he he looks like he's having a pretty okay time. Like he's Not looks, even I'm that nerdy. He like he has his coffee and he's got his little his little hardback book. And he's reading it. The only thing that seems to be making this not perfectly pleasant for him is that every once in a while his eyes like dart up to look at you guys and he just like (laughs) is super uncomfortable about it.
2: Makes weird eye contact with Cade because she's staring at him.
1: He like just keeps (laughs) looking up like when is she gonna stop looking over here?
0: Since the conversation was wrapping up, are we like getting up or are we still at the table?
1: Um, I mean, Ada's probably gonna you know grab the bill and and give it to the waitress and start start heading out. Okay. Um. But yeah,
0: I think on the way out, um, if no one else has anything else for Ada, on the way out, I think I'm just gonna do like a real quick wave, just say hey, hey, Mister Anderson. Uh, see you in class tomorrow. Um. This.
1: This seems to maybe bring him a little peace. Like, it's a little bit of closure on this horrible, just awkward <laughs> encounter. He, he smiles at you almost relieved, and he's like, Hey, Colin, I'll see you tomorrow. Madison
3: leans in and goes, The monster turns out to be the doctor in the end.
1: <laughs> God, <it is> so... <laughs> um, he says, He says, um, Spoilers, but this is the next one, so I'll be looking forward to um <laughs> your interpretation of Frankenstein. Uh, and then he, he looks at, at Cade and he's like, "I would look forward to your views on Frankenstein, but I know better than to expect that you'll read it."
2: Cade like it's tears tears start to break in her eyes and she's like, "I I'm doing
1: I I guess. Oh god, no, no, no! I'm so, I was joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry. I mean, oh my god! <laughs> he looks horrified, like, and he's looking around almost like he expects the principal to roll up and and slap his wrist, but he like puts his coffee down and like half stands up and like half reaches an arm out to like touch her on the arm and comfort her, but also does not touch her. And it's just like Yeah, Kid does not want to be I touched. Am, um th- that was a joke. I'm sorry. Um
2: Yeah um, I, I I totally finished all quiet last night. Definitely So no, that's great. That's great. Um Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bye. He looks
1: now he's looking at Ada apologetically because he doesn't know who <laughs> Ada is. Um that might be someone's mom. Who knows? Um <laughs> but yikes big yikes on that one all
0: right ada you we, you have that thing you got to get to let's um
1: right right <laughs> let's do that bye um then she <laughs> she books it out of there um yeah no she she holds the door the the bell dingle ringle chingles um as the door opens and she holds it for you guys to to step out
2: yeah kids try not to hyperventilate <laughs>
1: everything's all right everything is all right uh huh so far, we are um, two two sessions into the campaign, and both of them have had like a mini breakdown from Cade.
2: Well, that's about that's about on par with her. Things
1: are going through. Cade, we, we survived Friday,
0: and we did a damn good job. I think we can make it through some English assignments. I believe in you. Yeah.
2: I guess, but I still don't know who wins World War II. <laughs> 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 or is it World War One? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Good news on both. Germany lost both of them. Like that's all you gotta
0: know. That's not inaccurate. And Kate, I will give you a quick rundown before class. If you, if you, <laughs> g- <laughs> oh,
3: Colin, that's another funny joke. Write
0: that one down. Thank you, Madison. I really tried not to laugh at my own joke that time, but it was anyway. Seriously, though, Kate, I we can we can run. <laughs> 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 oh. okay. We can discuss it together before class. <laughs> Quickly if,
2: discuss it?
1: <laughs> if, if you don't get through it this weekend.
2: Kate gives him a little smile and says, thanks, Colin.
1: Uh, Ada looks at Madison and she's like, if you're not in a rush to get, <laughs> like if you're trying to find a way to kill time, um, I'm, I'm about to walk to Exemplar Tower uh, through the park if you want to come, but you probably shouldn't come in today.
3: I can't go in?
1: You can't go in. You, well, you, like, maybe, we the, maybe to, like, the lobby. You have
3: to do, like, the fingerprint?
1: You can't get on the elevator.
3: Okay. That's all I'll say. But I might meet somebody.
1: You might meet somebody.
3: Are they chill with, like, selfies?
1: They are mostly chill with selfies.
3: Ooh! Kay, do you want to go meet some superheroes?
1: That's oh, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. We're going to go walk to Exemplate Tower.
3: Well, we might meet somebody. If Can... anything, we going to sit in a really cool lobby and take some selfies in it. And everyone will be like, wow, you were in Exemplar Tower. That's so cool.
2: Cade, like, anxiously checks her watch and is like, I mean, I have some chores to do this weekend, but I I guess I could try to make some time.
1: Cade, will you roll for your secret identity obligations? So mm-hmm. time has passed over this weekend. And so when time mm-hmm. passes for the Janus, uh, you roll plus your mundane modifier to see how you're doing on your... Uh, on your real life obligations.
2: Oh jeez. Do I get a situational penalty? No, no,
1: you don't. You don't.
2: Peer pressure?
1: <laughs> for peer pressure. For
2: peer pressure. That's a nine.
1: It's a nine. Okay. Uh on a seven to nine, you've lapsed on one obligation. Uh, your choice. Um so maybe that's your chores. I mean, it's your call. If it's work or school or chores, it sounds like you're lapsing on a couple different things.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I, I mean, I've definitely not read All Quiet on the Western Front. And there is a mountain of dirty dishes in the sink at home. My gotcha. mom is not going to be happy about
1: that. Gotcha. Kate has been caught up in her super heroics.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and, uh, but I
2: definitely showed up to my shift at Schwabway as a sandwich artist At Lovesay? At Web-say. At WebSay, I showed up. I showed up so on time for that. I'm so on top of my WebSay sandwich artist gig.
1: Um, Kristen, the Nova doesn't have one like this, but let's go ahead and hit um, Colin's Legacy thing. Whenever time passes, roll plus Savior to see how the members of your Legacy feel or react to your most recent exploits. Uh, but before you roll, we ask uh, the other players. So we ask Kristen and Marika. Um, some questions about your performance, and you take a minus one to, uh, to the roll for each no answer. Um, so uh-huh. Marika and Kristen, has Colin been upholding the traditions of the Fleetfoot Legacy?
3: He runs pretty he good, has. so
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Solid. Yes! Has he maintained the image of the Legacy? He quick. He quick.
2: Yeah, and he's, he's, being, he's being all honorable. And, he's doing the and zooming. He's helping me with his homework. I mean, helping me with my homework <laughs>
1: that is the fleetfoot way, you must, yeah. must do your homework. Uh, has Colin made the other members of his legacy proud
3: <laughs> after he- we've been introduced to Ada? No, <laughs> no
2: I think no, I, I mean, Ada's she- proud of she him. She
3: disappointed just- in his choice of friends, <laughs> He's skeptical Anybody about us. Tell.
1: Uh, Mariko, do you think that she's proud of his? Of him,
2: uh, yeah. On a, on a twelve point scale, I'd give it. A, I'd give it a nine. Okay,
1: um, and I, I would vote that she's proud of him. So you get no yeah, no is. subtractions to your roll. Um, but Dalton, the fuel roll uh, plus Savior for column. Oh, I got a six. Got a six. Oh shit! Language on a miss. Something you did stirred up the hornet's nest. Expect several members of your legacy to meddle with your life. Okay, I can... That's not going to happen immediately, but someone is unsatisfied with how things are going.
0: Okay, Cassius. It's not <laughs> 1954 anymore. How about we just... Ada's dad, dealing.
1: Cassius, is an old-school curmudgeon. Um, is it Grandpa Foot? Is what you guys
2: call him? Grandpa Foot. <laughs> no. Oh, God, that's terrible.
1: Jesus Christ. he is- I also...
0: Daniel, just for your thing, I guess... I I kind of imagine that I hadn't met Shay, so if I've, you have yeah. to bring Shay into the fold at all, I was just wanting to throw that out there to you that I was under the impression that I hadn't met him.
1: No, I I kind of feel similarly. I think you have met Cassius though, just not a ton. Yeah, yeah, just not a ton. He's pretty out of the game. Um, actually, I, I guess now that we're getting it out there that you've met him, um, so Ada's dad Cassius was the first fleet. Uh, the first fleet foot. But he don't do much running anymore um, because he, he's- <laughs> That's his uh,
3: grandpa foot.
1: He uses a walker now? He's uh, full wheelchair bound. Oh. Full wheelchair bound. And uh, you you don't have any details on that, Colin, but it seems to be a pretty um, contentious- he it, It's really rough for him, but he doesn't talk about it. Okay. Yeah, so that's Cassius. Yeah, so so Ada is like, oh yeah, we'll we'll walk to Exemplar Tower, um, and she she leads you. It's just a couple blocks until you get to the big old Center City Park, um, just this really long rectangle of greenery right in the middle of Halcyon City, um, and you come right in the center of its like longest side. Um, it's almost like a national mall situation, except with like the prettiness of like a central park or a Hyde park or something like that. Okay. And it's so, but like the national mall, it's lined with these really important buildings. And if you look um, to your left down, down the North side of the park and the far end, you can see, um, you can see what's left of city hall. At one point it was a giant focal point of the park. Like that was the head of the park was city hall. Um, but you can see it now and it's, um, just the stairway and the foundations and a couple of walls that weren't collapsed. But you can see, um, the John Douglas is not the only media van over there. There's tons of newscasters over there trying to get the shots that John Douglas gets to get, but you know, no one has a press pass like him. you uh, you can also see these dark gray vans with an even darker black logo on them um which you've seen it before it is the the wolf of aegis's logo um and ada's glance lingers in that direction but she turns away from it and starts walking in the other way
2: you're sure you can't give us any more information about what happened here like clearly this this wasn't you know, your average fire,
1: Ada. Would you roll uh Pierce the Mask? Yeah.
2: That's a twelve. Dang.
1: Twelve. Fuck. Okay.
2: Full hit. Hello.
1: Pierce the Mask, you get to ask three questions from that list. Um these aren't you asking her questions that she has to answer. This is you like asking like what what your gut sense is, and I'll tell you. But it's not like a mm-hmm. you ask her a question she has to be honest about verbally if that makes sense. Right. And it doesn't okay. have to be questions from that list if, you know, you need something else.
2: Yeah, none of these are looking, like, super... Ask her how World War Two ends. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you already told me that. Yeah, but she might know more. I don't know. <laughs> she might know more. Um, I guess I'm going to adapt the what are you really planning one to kind of ask... I mean, what, why can't we know? We're... We're heroes too. We're gonna be. We're gonna be in your shoes someday. We need to. You can't shield us from this forever.
1: So why is she not telling you more?
2: More like, uh, what? You, what are you hiding, or why are you hiding it?
1: Okay. Why is she hiding it? Um, she doesn't have all of the information, and she doesn't want um to start telling you things that she doesn't a hundred percent know for fact.
2: Mm-hmm. I get to ask three questions. Yep. yep. Okay. My next one is: wh- Were you there when? When it started?
1: She was there during, but um, not there at the very, very start.
2: Okay. And um, I guess what do you intend to do? Like, what are the the next steps for the heroes to respond to this? Um,
1: She really seems guarded. Like, she's... um, Like, even while you were kind of, like, trying to relax and talk, she definitely was still, like, on edge. Like, she was ready to go. So I think, like, vigilance um mm-hmm. seems to be kind of her bag right now yeah but
2: Kate i mean kate senses that she's so on edge and it's putting kate on edge too like it's not good when the exemplars and the big heroes of the city are not confident
1: yeah and t- to answer your question you ask her like you know if there's not more that you can know and she just kind of um, doesn't really give you a straight answer. She's just like, um, "I told you all I can tell you right now, Cade."
2: Cade looks teenagerly sulky. You know. <laughs> I,
1: thought, I thought you. I thought you said silky, and I was like, "What the
0: <laughs> hell does that?
2: You know how what teens does that are. even
0: mean?" <laughs> and
2: you know how silky teenagers are.
0: I played it back in my head. I was like, "Oh, oh sulky. <laughs> okay, all
1: right. That's that seems more on brand." <laughs> As Cade gets a little pouty, Ada's eyes like linger on her. Like she feels a little bad. Like the rest of you probably see this. Like she's looking at Cade feeling kind of guilty, but she then looks away and just keeps walking through the park.